when it comes to work-life balance, I've heard that term forever in a day. I believe I've learned over the past year or so it's not for me, and this is me personally, it's not work-life balance, it's work-life integration. Hi everyone, welcome to the Good Health Cafe, the place to learn more about how to navigate the healthcare system and how to take care of your health in plain language. I'm your host, Nikita Boston-Fisher, a health educator with a passion for meeting people where they are. Our guest today is Ms. Latanya Bynum. Latanya is a public health professional and consultant based in Conway, Arkansas. She came by the cafe to tell us about what she learned from having multiple visits to the ER and why she believes in the term work-life integration instead of work-life balance. Grab your warm drink and let's get to the episode. Hi, Latanya. Welcome to the Good Health Cafe. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yes, I know you've been telling me how excited you are. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, my name is Latanya Bynum, and I am in Conway, Arkansas. So hello to all the Canadians out there. I have over, what, 17 years of experience in public health. I recently earned my master's degree in public health. Well, I wouldn't say recently, it was 2016, but a master's degree in public health policy and management. And then I have my bachelor's in health education with an emphasis in Spanish. And I am a mother. I have three children and I've been married for 13 years. I always tell folks like this is the best year out of all 13 years this is the best year of our marriage. So I'm super excited to also join another married woman and talk about public health and all that's going on in the pandemic. So I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here. I know that you are going to tell us today about a trip you had to the ER. Yes. Could you tell us how that came to be? I have been to the ER twice, the emergency room twice. The first time was when my husband and I got married for the first time. And I think just like the whole planning of the wedding, just all those people that I invited, it was just run, 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 race. And then when the day finally got there, I remember it. (laughs) But even till now, 13 years later, it's all a blur, really. And I just remember, I can't believe how I overexerted myself. And so on our wedding night, I ended up going to the ER because I guess it was like a panic attack. Like, I just, I didn't know what to do. So he was like, let's just go to the ER and see what's going on with you. So I go in and they're asking me questions like, who's the president? And I don't know, like, I I was, like, having a mental problem or something, but everything worked out. The ER uh, physician on call, he was like, Latanya, you're overexerted. And I was like, oh, my God. So that was 2007, Akita. Fast forward to 2017. I got the bill here to to prove the 2019 (laughs) happening. But once again, so now, 2007, I wasn't a business owner, but I just had a lot of stuff going on just with my life and just working and newly married, you know, just trying to get my life together and be an adult. And so 20, 2019, here I go again. So by, by 2019, I'm a business owner, wife, a mom, like I have all these titles, right? And so many clients. And once again, I was just like overexerted in just 
having a panic attack. I told my husband, I was like, I don't feel right. So we're driving to the ER, get down there, and they run all the tests once again. Nothing's wrong with you, Latanya. You're overexerted. And I'm like, I'm a repeat offender in this ER. And I, you know, like, I did, I never thought I'd be going to the ER back to back, like 20, 2007, 2019. So, after 2019, I just finally decided I was going to do everything different, Nikita. No, three times a charm, not happening for me. And so that's why I keep this bill and I keep the payments up. And I only paid like $20 every uh, month just to remind myself of the importance of not people pleasing and then also setting and enforcing my boundaries. I like that you've kept your statement as your receipt. It's yes. your reminder. It is my reminder. Every month when they send the bill in the mail, I have them set up on automatic draft payments, but it's almost like it's a constant reminder when, you know, people, so I've set boundaries from, I only work now from eight to three and I used to just work all times on weekends. Anybody call me, it's just, I'm here. I got to be here for all these people. And I think I've helped over a thousand people in my business. I think that just caught up with me. And my body was like, you not going to do this for very long. And so, yeah, I keep my bill handy just to remind me, do I want to go back to the ER or do I want to settle down and rest? I like that. So as you think about, whoops, I ended up in the ER twice for overexertion. What else are you doing to avoid a recurrence? So you've got your reminder bill and it sounds like you've set up some boundaries, but can you tell us more about that? Yes. So after I got the bill in the mail, I looked at it and I was like, total charges. So this is what it costs for overexertion. $6,008.05. Now I have insurance. And so they adjusted it for $4,902. And so I was just thinking to myself, I was like, this is the craziest thing ever. I, I work in public health. I know better than this. So at first, I was just beating myself up. I can't believe that man was telling me, was how you're overexerted. Like, do I need to go to the ER just to have a, a physician to tell me I need to calm down? And so I really got crystal clear on boundaries, just not people pleasing. I think, you know, for years, I've always been like a people pleaser, Nikita. I'm always trying to take care of people and making sure everybody's okay. And I think sometimes people look at me like, oh, I don't need anything or I don't get tired, like a robot, superwoman almost. So, you know, just setting boundaries. Toastmasters International has really helped me with assertive communication. I'm always talking to you about about like my creative comebacks. Mm -hmm. So I, I have just ways, tools, strategies, and reminders. And just keeping this bill handy, it just reminds me it's not worth it. Nobody's worth me going back to the ER and putting my own life in jeopardy over some work. It's not worth it, Nikita. I like the way you said, over some work. I'll tell you, I remember one time, Nikita, I just had started my business really and got into resumes. That's how I, I started my business, doing resumes. And shout out to the Black Ladies in Public Health Group, Dr. Jasmine Ward. She allowed me to just get in there and help all these women. And, and right now, I think the group is over 10,000 members strong on Facebook. But all these women reaching out and so appreciative, by the way. But it, it was a bit overwhelming to me. And I was like, oh, my God, like the money's good. 
but I'm a one-man team. <laughs> and so I remember one time I had so many resumes. I think it was probably like six or seven and people had paid me and I have a like five to seven day turnaround time. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like it creeping up onto that seventh day and I still have three or four left. How <laughs> you feel stressed like in your ears and your palms start sweating? What am I going to do? And I called my mom and I told her, mom, all money ain't good money. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to get some refunds. And she was like, baby, just do whatever you need to do. Don't sit in there and have no heart attack. So trying to do all that stuff. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, you're right. And I still remember like sending the email and then sending like templates for a resume, CV, cover letter, just to show them that I appreciate them. But right now at this time, I'm overwhelmed with a backlog of resumes. And I referred them to three other resume writers. So I just learned now just to build my capacity. And that's why I have mentees and interns to really just help me with some of this stuff that I'm trying to uh, do. So I hope that answers the question. Yes. And I, yeah. my next question is, did you have any challenges as you thought, okay, I really need to take better care of myself. I'm a public health professional. I should know better. I'm going to start putting up some boundaries with my work. Like you said, you contacted some people and said, I'm sorry, I'm really not going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. In establishing your boundaries, did you have any challenges? I remember setting boundaries all day, Nikita. Like, I'm good at setting boundaries. The hardest part, the challenge, challenging part is enforcing the boundary. Actually putting that joker into play. And so I just remember the first time. So I set the boundary. I only work between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. weekly. So after Friday at 3 p.m., it's just a cutoff. I remember a lady contacting me. And she said, oh, hey, Latanya, it's so nice to talk to you. I see you're doing great things. I'm working all week. Maybe we can get together this weekend. And I was excited to talk to her. And she was excited to talk to me. And I just remember thinking, am I going to say it? Or am I going to just back out and help her? And maybe sneak in the closet and just talk to her real quick. So in my mind, I was playing tricks with my mind. How am I going to do this? And it it just automatically came out of my mouth. I said, I don't work on weekends. Maybe we can get together on Monday or Tuesday. What time throughout the week works better for you? And I remember this dead silence on the phone. And it was just like a long pause. And I was thinking to myself, oh, my God. But <laughs> to me, on my end, I was thinking, I know she's thinking, who she thinks she is. And I'm trying to give her some work. So that was rolling in my mind. And she was like, yeah, okay, Tuesday, that, that'll work for me. And so, so fast forward. And I still remember that conversation. So that's how it started, just enforcing. Fast forward, maybe a month or two later, the same lady calls me back. And she tells me, she was like, Latanya, I have to be honest. When you told me that you don't work on weekends, I was kind of like, I can't believe you said that. You're supposed to be helpful and available. But she said, after thinking about it, I really started thinking about that for my own self and how I need to set and enforce boundaries. So I never knew that what I was doing was going to be passed to her as a tool that she could use in her own business. So it was hard at first for me, but now as people are starting to catch up, you can't go in these businesses all day. It is him 
humanly impossible. The challenge was just enforcing it. But once I did it, I became a role model for her. So that was the challenge. And then also the benefit that came out of that. Plus, I only do fun stuff like interviews like this right now in Arkansas is 7.45. I only do stuff that's fun after hours. If it's not fun, I don't want to do it. You see what I'm saying? It starts feeling like work. Thank you for considering my interview fun. <laughs> you know, we've been working together for quite some time. So I was, I've been excited about being on here for a long time. So it is, I think when I do things from my soul and from my heart, not that the work isn't, but I just feel better. And it, it helps me to get through the week and, and really have more creative thoughts as I'm helping my clients. So mm-hmm. I do stuff like this for fun. Nice. Any other challenges that you encountered while trying to establish this balance and boundaries in your life? Well, there's many. The, I think the, the one thing that has come out of this as a result of me setting boundaries, now it's more like I get my rest. I think the challenge was even when I said, okay, I'm not working past a certain hour, I would still be thinking about, oh, maybe if I do this next week or maybe if I do that, like just my brain never just really shut off. But now as the challenge was to rest on weekends. And now that I've gotten into this habit of setting and enforcing my boundaries on weekends, it's almost like I get some of my best quality creative ideas just because I'm sitting still and doing nothing. And I always thought that as a businesswoman, I needed to be busy. You got to be doing something and making stuff mover and shaker. So I had it all wrong at first. But when I sit still, I get, that's how the app, like the Chess Exam study tip. I was sitting still and I was like, how can I help all these people? (laughs) It's too many of them. And I have one trainer uh, so far who helps me out when I get more than five people in the study session. But just thinking about creative ways. And I said, oh, I'm going to throw this on their phone. Like Android, Apple people, they're going to have instant access. And so just by me sitting still, it really, it has changed the game for me and my business. But yeah, better quality rest. That was a challenge. But now as you know, I get more, more things done just from just resting, not tired while I'm working. I know your kids are young, but have they noticed it? Like you say, you stop at three. So if it's 3.30 or 4 and they want to play with you or do, or something, do they come and say, hey, mommy, it's after 3. Isn't it my yeah. time now? You know, my kids have noticed it. And they get out of school at 3 p.m. So they walk through the door like around 3.08. And I remember when I would work past 3 and they would come in, I'd be like, hey, and just like shush them, don't say anything. And so now that I've set that boundary for three, soon as they're walking, I'm like, hey, babe. And just give them some love and kind of talk to them and tickle them. I start shutting my brain down around two for work so that when they come in, I can just really be emotionally and mentally available for them so I can hear about their day and do all the things that my mom tried to do for me. But I believe that... They do notice it. I'm available and really giving them more attention at around three. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. What would you say to someone who says, I like what you're saying, Latanya, but if I don't do this, how is it going to get done? I love the whole boundaries thing is really nice, but someone's got to do it. I've got to do it. This is what I would say. 
you can't help people when you need help. And I learned this the hard way. After all of these ER visits and really just starting to mind my business, I really started thinking about, okay, if I'm going to really make this a part of my routine, to truly own it. And so that's where the book came out of, just really reflecting on some of the things that I needed to do. I was thinking about it, but I couldn't pull it off, actually implement it, put it into action. And so what I would say to him or her who's thinking that if something happens to you, your job is still going to get done. If something happens to me, guess what? My husband's still going to take care of these kids. So I, I just got in this mindset of, and I had to put it like this, but if I got hit by a truck, no, without me. And I think when I'm kind of radical thinking, but just putting it in that perspective, it's like, oh, okay, I can only do so much. And I'm just going to have to tell the truth. Like, I can't do all this work. And so I think just having that mindset of you're going to do the best that you can to get it done. But at some point, as done is better than perfect. Either submit it, turn it in, or just tell them, hey, it'll have to get done on this day, this day. But I'm really big on assertive communication. And I think when you're really honest with yourself about how much you can and can't do, it just makes it easier. And delegation. That's when I started the internship mentorship program because I, I knew I couldn't do all this work by myself. I needed some people to help me out. And so I think just getting creative at how you delegate, that's another thing because sometimes you think, Oh, if I don't do it, it won't get done right. I'm like, no, that's not true. It's plenty of people that maybe can teach me like a better way to get it done quicker. And I'm learning a lot from you about project management. So it, it's just multiple ways to do things. And we just have to be open to them all. I love that answer. And I love how you said being assertive because that's so important in all aspects of your life, at work, in your healthcare, et cetera. Mm. And One thing that I I like the listeners to know on the Good Health Cafe is how important it is to take charge of your health and be assertive for yourself and your loved ones. Yes. And so I wonder, LaTanya, do you have any examples of when you have had to advocate for someone in your life to get the care that they need or on a tangent when someone has had to advocate for you to get the care that you needed? I can think of several examples. In my family... When they finally found out that, oh, Tanya does that public health thing. Until the pandemic hit, honestly, my family members didn't really know. (laughs) They're like, oh, you work at the health department. You do the health department stuff. Can you go give me a birth certificate? That's what they were thinking. But, you know, public health is so broad. And it's the air you breathe, the food you eat. There's so many things to it. But I just remember this one time that my grandmother, she had a uh, pacemaker put in. And I was just thinking to myself, what in the world? And I remember the doctor coming in and my grandma just laying in bed and he was just talking to her. And I remember serving as an interpreter almost like, grandma, this is what he really saying. But just being in that space of being a good listener. And I think I picked that up from just Toastmasters International, just they teach you about evaluation and listening and really great speakers are good listeners. 
And so just listening to the doctor and just looking at my grandma, she was scared and just wanted more information to to make sure that she was going to be okay. And so I was just there to reassure her and then tell her exactly like in plain language. And that's what we do is certified health education specialists. Break it down in simple terms. What are you really saying? What does she need to do throughout the night to stay healthy and stay alive? So I do remember just serving as that that listener and translating what the physician was saying into simple terms so that my grandma could understand it. I love that example. What does she need to do to stay healthy and stay alive? <laughs> yeah, my grandma, she's, she's 95 or 96, but she like she still can go like my grandma is something else miss Isola Shavers I still remember Nikita when she told me when I was going off to college she said baby get you a good education get you a good government job and and don't worry about no man (laughs) and that was like her best advice for me and my grandma God bless her she is just such a joy to be around I think I get my storytelling ability from her she's a blessing but yeah, my grandma, yeah, she needed me and I was there for her. And I think that's what we all do for our family members, right? Yeah, I love that story. So has anyone ever had to do that for you or are you pretty good at doing that for yourself? So back to this ER visit, I remember my husband being there. My husband, he always say, just because you think you're everything, you might need some help too. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. My mom and dad had driven from Hot Springs, which was about an hour away from Conway. And my mom, she could read my face very well. Like she was looking at me like, Tanya, why are you looking like that? And I was looking at her like, I'm ready to go. Like after he told me I was overexerted, I think part of me, I was mad at myself, not at them, but mad at myself that I allowed that to happen. But then also I was just like, I already know what to do. Like I'm past this point, but they still have an IV. And it was another nurse about to come in, about to put an IV up here in my chest. And I remember looking at my mom, I don't want this to happen. I'm ready to go. And so my mom was the one who relayed my point of view over to the nurse. I remember them trying to put the IV in and it was just burning. And I was like, why am I going through all this? This is not going to work out well for me. I know I'm overexerted. And so it was just my mom speaking up. So then they started pulling out the IVs and everything. And probably 30 or so minutes later, I was able to leave. But yeah, I still remember my mom agreeing that I understand what I'm doing and I'm logically, you know, coherent enough to make a, a decision to say, I don't need anything else in here. Let me out of here. <laughs> I think that's important to have your family members there. Yes, have someone with you. Any other thoughts on work-life balance that you want to share with the audience? When it comes to work-life balance, I've heard that term forever in a day. I believe I've learned over the past year or so there's not for me, and this is me personally, it's not work-life balance, it's work-life integration. Love it. And for me, and I think when we've talked on the phone a couple of times, I felt like you're family. You heard my kids, I let them speak to you. And I, I believe for the people who really like me and they really care about me, they're going to want to get to know me as a person. And if you can't accept the fact that I am also a a businesswoman, a mother, and also a wife, 
And I think if you can accept that about me, it's going to work out well for you if you allow me to be myself. And I I think for a long time, I tried to keep it separate. (laughs) And that was stressful because I'm like, oh, I don't want, you know, my clients to think I got my kids and they're interfering with the call and I can't really concentrate. So I know I know a a right amount of integration when it comes to running the business and then also having my kids home. On certain calls, I would expect that the person on the other end would say, okay, that's fine. They're not screaming. They're not yelling. They just want to say hi and kind of get in the camera. But I think that work-life integration, it just, it helped me to relax as a businesswoman and say, these people, if they, they can't get to the point of where they can accept me being all these other titles, I don't really think I should work with them. Mm-hmm. I like that. You either like me or you don't. <laughs> and it goes back to what you said earlier about, well, all money's not good money. It is not. It's not worth it. When you go to stressing me out, then my husband looking at me, there you go again, trying to do too much. And I'm like, oh, yep, yeah, you're right. But yeah, there's always warning before destruction. And when I get to that point where it's like feeling a little bit too much stress, I already know what to do. It's either you're going to get a refund or I'm going to just call you and say, that's not possible. I, I have a referral for you. And I'm just honest that way. And I, I think that's working in my favor where I'm not taking on too much. And once again, just learning assertive communication and being honest with people like I can't do it. And the things that I love to do, I have templates for. I have a system set up on my computer where I can easily produce those things. And the part of my business that I really like is just the communication part where I'm just consulting and learning and sharing. We've had great conversations, but I think that's where I really grow and thrive the most is just learning from my network of people. And yeah, I'm all about some work-life integration. Is there anything today that you wish you knew when you started out? As far as being a business owner? Yeah, being a business owner and integrating your work and your life and your health and everything. Yeah, I think if I could go back and wave a magic wand back to January 2017, I would tell myself excellence doesn't look like stress. I I was always like, in my family, just be that strong woman and you can do it. And I'm the family first. I'm the first to earn my bachelor's, first master's, first business owner, first to get married, then to have kids. So I'm holding all of these family first titles. And at the same time, I sometimes think there's little to no guidance on how to really pull this off. And on the other side, I have a lot of family members and friends who are all looking at me and it seems like they're waiting on me to fall in my mind because it's like, can she really do it? Is she really doing well? But I think just be bringing my best in excellence and then learning creative ways to keep my stress low, it really has helped me. So I just remember doing it all wrong, just taking on way too much stuff and just trying to like, Just being this rat race, because honestly, the money is good. But when it comes to my health, like, what's the point in having the money when I can't even enjoy it? And I'm laying up in the ER. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I think this way it works much better. I'm much happier. And you can see my skin. You see that? I feel like I'm glowing. My hair is, you know, on point and stuff. So look well. Yeah. So I think there's there's a lot of benefits to just 
keeping the stress low and just doing as much as you can. And really, when I started learning about systems thinking, Nikita, and just setting up process, because it seems like I'm doing the same thing for all my clients. And there's a pattern of how to get them to that success um, that they're looking for by working with me. And so just setting up those systems and processes and templates and just developing those out, it helps me to just go through the process from start to finish and, and not miss one beat. Oh, okay, we're at this stage. And so I know you understand from being in project management, but I think just being more organized and structured in my business, it, it relieves my stress. Mm-hmm. I love that. Any closing thoughts, Latanya? Really closing thoughts. I would like for people to know that a $6,000 ER bill is really unnecessary. And because I had to go through it twice, I believe that this podcast probably should go viral for the simple fact of, I believe that so many people are stressed. And in this pandemic, the unemployment rate is at an all-time high. I think, you know, just on your job, you're Zoomed out. You're on these calls and I think the stress is at an all-time high. And I believe that when the pandemic first hit, I was even overwhelmed. I had my kids at home with their Zoom stuff. Then it was me running my uh, business and then also my day job. It was just high stress. And so I had to kind of think about, I was like, oh, I need to integrate my kids' schedule into my own schedule and kind of come up with a system. My closing thoughts would be this. In order to reduce and lower your stress, it's very simple. You just have to tell the truth about how much you can take on and how much you can't. And I think when I had that aha moment of, oh, I'm really not helping all these people. I'm hindering them by making them think that I can pull this off. And so in my mind, I was like, no, I know the number of clients that I can help in a week or in a day. And so just being honest with myself, I I believe that allows me to keep my stress low. And then it also produces that quality work that I want to be known for. And so I can get more word of mouth referrals. People get, oh my God, Latanya, she's so amazing. She's glowing. She looks good. Like they they not only like the energy that I bring, but then they look at me and you can feel the spirit too. And so I just think a lot of people are stressed and they don't know what to do. And I did for the longest, but I figured it out the hard way (laughs) for all of us. (laughs) Yeah. So my closing thoughts is really just find some creative ways to find your happiness and reduce your stress and you will be blessed. I love that. Mm -hmm. Where can people find you, Latanya? Yes, they can find latanyabynum.com on my website. And I post to all social media websites. So definitely check me out on LinkedIn. If you're a professional, let's connect there. And then Instagram, Sis Life on Instagram, Facebook, you are a resource on Facebook. And then one more Twitter. I love me some Twitter. So jump, you can jump on Twitter and catch me at Sis Speaks Life. But yeah, just connect with me. And also my phone always is available. And this is so weird, Nikita. Out of all the people who reach out to me, it's always through social media. I very rarely, I've had over a thousand, I'll say 1,500, a thousand to 1,500 clients 
I very rarely get a phone call. But when I do, it's just my whole world is just, they're like, is this Latanya? And I'm like, yeah, this is, oh my God, I love your post. And it just feels so good. It's like the start of a great day when somebody calls my phone. So I want to throw my phone number out there because people don't realize leaders are looking for phone calls. Like these emails, I can tell you, sometimes I, I just delete some emails. <laughs> it's just so many of them in there. It's, it's overwhelming. I'm just like, if they really want something, they'll email me again. Like, this is too much. So call me, 501-291-8775, and, and let me know how I can help and how I can serve you. But yeah, I love phone calls. I love that. Phone calls are like lost art. People are just trying to do everything by text and email. Okay. Yeah, phone calls like that, you know, that's the way to go for Latanya. You want to make me happy, you call me and tell me, oh my God, your YouTube video. Oh my God, your podcast with Nikita was so amazing. <laughs> you tell me that you might get a free resume courtesy review or so. You never know what I might do special. I need to call you. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much for coming to the Good Health Cafe, Latanya. It was wonderful yeah. to have you. Likewise. Thank you so much, Nikita. I really appreciate you. Did you enjoy this episode? Then please share it with a friend. And if you've got an extra minute, I would love it if you go to thegoodhealthcafe.com, fill out the feedback form, and let me know how you think the podcast is going. What is it that you want to learn more about? What episodes have you been enjoying so far? And don't forget, we now have the Good Health Candle Company. If you love scented soy candles free of parabens and harmful phthalates, then I encourage you to check out goodhealthcandle.com and try some for yourself. Anyhow, until later, see you in the cafe next time. Bye!